Welcome, infamous bounty hunters, one and all, to episode 183 of the Nerds Travaganza podcast, where every week we shamelessly pander to fans by resurrecting up-jumped bears. I'm Tom. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. And I'm Cam. And this week we'll be talking about Boba Fett, and just what should be done with characters brought back to life thanks to popular demand. But first, I'll remind our listeners that the only way to be popular in life is to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and to give us top marks and favorable reviews. Only then will you be an official part of Nerds Travaganza canon and not subject to deletion when we get bought out. And now, let's punch it with our weekly geekly, geekly weekly update. Brian, why don't you lead the way? Oh, man, I have been busy doing nothing this week. We're getting ready for the next exciting convention with LAE Cosplay Photography. And it's a lot of work, but you feel like you don't accomplish much after it. So we uh, printed the prints, bought the displays, scoped out the hotel space. Yeah, have nothing to show for it yet. Everything starts uh, Friday. That sounds exciting. I know you'll uh, comp my uh, entrance, right? I'll just mention your name and I get in. <laughs> yeah, you have to hand out flyers for us, but sure. Uh, ooh, work. <laughs> Not quite what I had in mind. <laughs> just do what everybody else does and throw them in the garbage can and say you passed them out. Uh, that's That's garbage, if you'll pardon my repetition of the thing you just said that sucks really people do that that's what i hear gross man people suck seriously but i am excited about it check us out at chibi paw this uh friday saturday sunday it's it's kind of neat i've showed you guys some of this stuff before but we have those little bottle caps for sale those are really cool pretty excited about those lester and i have been working on those uh we made about a hundred of them to try working on seeing if we can find a magnet strong enough to stick to a fridge, but thin enough to cut to, uh, to pop up on them and make them fridge magnets. A lot of cool potential there. Hopefully, uh, people will dig that. That sounds pretty cool, man. I'm a little jealous. I wish I had such things in planning, but I do not. Oh, you can hand them out. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll show up and be your booth, babe. (laughs) Anything else? That's about it. All right, Chris, speaking of booth babes, what's up, man? Well, now that you're asking, (laughs) uh, I was basically had my ear to the ground. More specifically, I had my ear in my ear pod, the other way around, to take a pick. I was enjoying two audiobooks. One will be uh, familiar to a lot of geeks. It's uh, the Harry Dresden Files. I was listening to Grave Peril, which is the third book in the series, and where a lot of people think the series started to really kind of find its momentum and start gaining ground. I'm enjoying it so far. Oh, it's actually narrated by a past interviewee of uh, the Nurse Travaganza, James Marsders, you know, Spike, and several other characters from Buffy and Torchwood and a few other great TV series. And uh, I'm also listening to The Prestige, which was also a movie with uh, Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. Um, also, I've enjoyed playing uh, Welcome to the Dungeon, which is... Uh, kind of a push-your-luck game very similar to Skulls. Well, we had our Tuesday night, board game night, over at the Adventure Game Store. And I'm also enjoying a uh, 
I'm also enjoying a new uh, webisode series called LARP, which is about a bunch of people who LARP and the soap opera stuff around their lives and also trying to get their game off the ground. That sounds pretty cool. And I will attest to the value in that dungeon game. I played it and uh, was successfully outbluffed by Cam pretty much every time. <laughs> yeah, Cam <laughs> broke my winning streak. And that winning streak had included Cam in the past. So, <laughs> damn you, Cam. In fairness, I do own the game and I do demo the game for Yellow, the maker of the game. So I had a leg up. Oh, I see. You shot past me. That's what it is. <laughs> well, enjoy your winning streak as long as you can, buddy. I will. <laughs> I did come to the conclusion playing that, Chris, that uh, bluffing games are what I like best. I kind of like the social interaction games just because I like to run my mouth and joke around. When you're not bogged down in challenging mechanics, you can you can do that. Exactly. I, I kind of think of those games as being basically poker or Texas Hold'em light because you don't have to think about the odds of your hands while you're also doing the bluffing. Poker is a very talkative game. Oh, yeah, I agree. But, you know, you're doing that, plus you're thinking about, well, I've got this hand. What are the odds someone has that? Card counting, that sort of thing. Wait, Brian. <laughs> what? What? What's ha, ha, Brian ha. was being sarcastic. Like, whenever I see poker, they're, like, all, like, just staring each other down oh. and not saying anything, right? Well, Am I, I, wrong? I go to fun poker games. What can I say? Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you know, you watch, like, the World Series guys, and there's the guy with the sunglasses, and, the you know, the <laughs> guy that looks like an Elvis impersonator and a cowboy, you know, and none of them are talking. You see, in my world, anybody wearing a hat and sunglasses and a beard while playing poker, it's like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> you know? Got to take your beard off to play poker? Yeah, you better shave, man. If you want to hide your tells, you better just keep your face straight versus trying Wait, is, to hide. Is a beard, is a, does the beard aid in subterfuge? Is that why they, they grow that out? Yeah, anything to hide your face so they can't see a tell. The uh. sunglasses, so they can't see where you're looking. The hats, so they, you can't see the sweat. Oh, yeah. There's a strategy to that. That's just not for looks. I guess if there's money on the line, um, if we ever play Skull or Welcome to the Dungeon for like real money, you can look <laughs> forward to a beard and sunglasses uh, coming from me. Well, you know, Halloween just wrapped up, so you can probably get a fake beard on the cheap. I'm growing one out for No Shave Vember or whatever this is, so we're good to go. <laughs> Movember? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Movember. Anyway, Chris, anything else? No, no, I'm good, man. All right, Cam, over to you. How's that beard coming? Oh, my beard is is glorious. Let's see. This is standard tabletop gaming. <laughs> Aren't you flying to Houston this week? I, I am flying to Dallas. This Might week. want to shave that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> with my uh, with my last name and my uh, complexion, the beard is probably not good on the plane, especially going to Texas of all places. Sorry, uh, Cam. <laughs> no, it's all right. No, dude, just put on a cowboy hat and nobody will know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look like you're trying to fit in. Sure. Yeah, I'll look like uh, Marty McFly when he went back to uh, 1855. Don't ask for ice in your drink, Cam. That might be yeah. misheard. My Nikkei moccasins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no, uh, you know, I was supposed to go to Metatopia this week in New Jersey. It's, uh, you know, indie sort of board game convention. Um but for personal reasons, I was unable to go. But it actually worked out kind of kind of well. Um, my dad came into town, and I went with him and my mom, who they, which was actually kind of a surreal experience because they've been divorced for like twenty years. And we went all went to a movie together, the three of us, and I like sat in the middle of them. I felt like I was like twelve again. It was funny. But uh, we watched Spectre, the new James Bond movie. It was terrible. Ah. It was a $10 nap. I slept for 75% of the movie. 
man. Um, which is for me, I love movies. It takes a lot for me to walk out of a movie or to fall asleep in a movie. And uh, I slept like, you know, 15 minutes in, I was out like a light. So do you think uh, Daniel Craig was phoning it in? Well, I think we, he already had said like before this one that that, that was it. He wasn't going to do it anymore. So maybe, you know, maybe he just was like, all right, it's the last one. Let me just, you know, get my paycheck and go out. But, you know, you'd think he'd want his last one to be a good one. So don't, I can't even do a movie review about it because I slept through the thing. <laughs> but, Cam, uh, you know, Cam, what? that was the movie review. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it was pretty bad. Um, so I did that. Uh, let's see. Brian, you mentioned my trip to Dallas. I'm going there for BGG Con, Board Game Geek uh, Con. And I've been packing boxes like crazy. I'm taking 45 games with me <laughs> to, wow. to either sell or trade. Uh, and that's not even the bad part. The bad part is I'm coming back with about 80 games. <laughs> so I've been Tetrising like crazy trying to fit these all these games into two boxes so I can get them on uh, like as carry-ons with me to the plane. Not carry on, but like check baggage. But the ones coming back are, are going to have to be shipped. So that's uh, that's been my life basically for the last week or so. And other than that, um, you know, just like I said, just a lot of I've been playing Nightmare Before Christmas Munchkin a lot. Uh, I know Tom, you and I played a game uh, yeah. of that uh, at Thursday night at the Adventure Game Store. Playing that, and then someone uh, introduced me to Adventure Time Munchkin yesterday at the adventure game store which was actually okay as well I'm, I'm not a huge munchkin fan but uh but those two have uh you know i've changed my mind a little bit about the game it's okay you know every once in a while and that's it that's that was my week sounds like a full week by any measure and i hope my week can measure up also was playing some games with ags the welcome to the dungeon game chris mentioned some more nightmare before christmas munchkin in fact i think Brian Cam and I actually got up to like all within a point of winning. That was a pretty heated match, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. So, yeah, it was. That's a good time. I like Munchkin. I was uh, turned off to Munchkin uh, because the first person, because the first person who ever invited me to play was uh, a mutant who had crawled up the sewer, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so I was not uh, I was not enticed to play at that time. But uh, turns out to be fun. So. That's a story for another time. We we could move. We should do an episode on mutants and other things. Found in, <laughs> it, in gaming. It's Munchkin is surprisingly daggerish. I I thought it was more of like a kid, oh, no. you know kids game sort of thing, but it's like you the the, the knives come out, man. When when yeah. someone gets to like level eight eight nine ish, oh man, that's when the big the big cards start coming out. Yeah. And kudos to you guys because I saw that game and that's the first time I've seen like three people at level nine. And for that long of a time, <laughs> usually I've never seen first three pillars at nine and then to have it go on for a couple of rounds was just amazing. We were, we were being nice to each other. We were. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think most people would probably never contemplate helping another player, but I don't know early on when it was all low scores, like we, we all, we all did help each other, which I think, uh, I don't know, made it a little more interesting. You're friends until you're foes, right? Exactly. Anyway, played played those games. That was a that was great fun. Uh, still trying to wrap up Bully. I'm like ninety something percent, but you know things keep getting in the way. I, I just I really want to get a hundred percent on that game, and I'm really close. Uh, still trying to wrap up Fallout Two, which is unfortunate because my Fallout Four Pip Boy edition showed up for the PlayStation Four. It is a gigantic case. I'm sure you guys have seen this all over social media. Gigantic case that contains the game and the the Pip Boy itself and everything. 
uh, I texted a friend of mine that I bought the thing. Well, to be more accurate, I texted my companion's brother and who, who I had discussed getting this thing with some time back and said, you know, it's big, it's stupid, it's useless, but I don't regret my purchase for a second. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't think I'm supposed to call my girlfriend a companion anymore. I, she, she appreciates the Doctor Who reference on one hand, but on the other, um, <laughs> it implies a, a little more casual relationship than she seems to think we have. So. I don't think you're supposed to say that either. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, crap. Should... <laughs> oh, I think you shot yourself in the foot with that. I've one. also been also been shopping for <laughs> shovels at Home Depot. Finding... <laughs> you need to start. You need to go to Jared. <laughs> you yeah. need to go after that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I need to. In, watch in it. a preemptive move, we are going to have a moment of silence next week for for Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, so um, the magic of editing will, will help you out, Tom. Let's hope. Let's hope. Although that was kind of funny. Maybe we should keep it in. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so sit basically sitting in the corner, the game, not the girlfriend, and saying, play me, Tom, play me. Yeah. Yeah. But thankfully, my, uh, my, I guess, OCD about playing entire series has kicked in and I will not play it until I beat two and three. I will skip the tactics and other games and New Vegas and all that and just play the principal games so that I can eventually get to four sometime in 2017. <laughs> By the time six is out. You, yeah, when Fallout 6 comes out or whatever, yeah. So uh, apart from that, I've also been kind of contemplating a Steam box. Um, I first saw Ooh. one at PAX two years ago. It was a, it was a really nice consoleized looking Alienware box. And I don't know if that was specifically a Steam box or if that was just a, a gaming PC miniaturized, but a consoleized decent computing rig for gaming sounds all right um at least for the living room i definitely will still need the awesome like you know nuclear powered killer machine from hell for when vr takes over the world next year <laughs> but uh a steam machine for the more casual gaming sessions i have in the real world might be might be kind of cool so please talk me out of that i don't need that but also don't <laughs> And that's it. A lot of contemplation, a lot of trying to play games. It's good problems to have. What can I say? And with that all said, it is now time for Cam to fill us in with all of the latest and intergalactic news in our new extravaganza segment. So Cam, take it away. Oh, thank you, Tom. My pleasure to bring you all of the news up to the minute, uh, up to the minute, meaning uh, last week. Let's see. Facebook. Everyone's favorite distraction therapist, uh, relationship expert, whatever, is facing a $269,000 per day fine from the Belgian authorities uh, because of their tracking of users and their and their data. Facebook has up until uh, today, well, today, uh, last we'll week. break through the veil of, yeah, we'll, we'll break through the veil of the magic of uh uh, of podcasting, but uh, had until uh, November 11th to stop tracking their users in Belgium. Don't know whether or not they will choose to do that. It actually might be advent more advantageous for them to just pay the fine. It, you know, they, they might just, they might, they're probably making more than that a day anyway uh, off, off the information. So uh, uh, we'll see what happens there because, you know, that might set a precedent for other countries to step in and say, Hey, you know, uh, you need to stop doing that here as well. So we'll see. 
what's going on with that in the future. The Ancient Pyramids of Giza, my favorite wonder of the world. Uh, I've actually been there. Uh, they are amazing. Uh, it seems that uh, scientists have been doing some thermal imaging on the pyramids, and they found some pretty interesting thermal results. Uh, it seems that uh, uh, several of like areas of the pyramids heat up differently than other areas, and they're trying to figure out why. They're thinking maybe there's some secret chambers or something in there, or maybe it's mm. you know the those areas are constituted of a different sort of you know rock, and then of course you know all the nuts come out and say oh it's you know aliens and that's where their spacecraft is. And, but um, they uh, researchers from Egypt, Japan, Canada, and France are. Uh, looking into that and who knows we may uh find out some new mysteries of the, pyra- uh, the pyramids of giza cam i know i know what it is what is it it's, it is the grain silos that presidential candidate dr ben carson says were were built there it must be must by, be I, by i think the the, the the hebrews or something back in the day <laughs> something really absurd like that so yay it's real it's gotta be it's gotta be <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000. Anyone a fan? I know I was back in the day when it was uh, on TV all the time. Shrooby gone. Yes. We're saved. Such <laughs> such a great, way ahead of its time. And uh, now it is apparently coming, make, trying to make a comeback through social, uh, social media and crowdfunding. There is a campaign going on right now um, to bring it back the show for a few episodes uh, depending on how well the campaign goes, they might even get up to 12 total episodes uh, if they hit their funding goal of 5.5 million. So if you want to support Mystery Science 3000, uh, head on over to Kickstarter and uh, make a pledge. Uh, I probably will just uh, just just for nostalgia's sake. Uh, it was such a great show. Yeah, it was. I know it shouldn't matter, but the it it does to me. So I'm hoping it will to someone else. Mike or Joel? The original guy for me. I can't remember which one that is. Joel. I'm assuming that it's the second guy doing the Kickstarter, Cam. Do we know? No, it's the first guy. It's the first guy? It is the first guy? Then it counts. <laughs> yeah, so, Brian, to answer your question, uh, Joel is the uh, is the person that's trying to bring the, uh, the the host or whatever you want to call it, the uh, the guy between the robots, <laughs> jo- so Joel he- Hodgson. Not that you guys would know, but did, was he involved with the show even when he wasn't the human host? In other words, he was one of the creators. He he was one of the show's creators. Okay. Um, and uh, now he's sort of trying to bring it back. So cool. But I, I guess I guess it's taken this long because there was a pretty uh, complex battle as to who owned the rights to the show. And, lawyers, uh, right? Yes, God. lawyers, bastards. <laughs> So I guess that has all sort of been settled to the satisfaction of the parties involved because uh, now he's sort of taken it and run with it. It's funny that it, he now, if you look at a picture of him, he looks like uh, uh, the guy from uh, the guy, the guy Stuart on uh, Big Bang Theory that runs the, the comic book store. Oh God, <laughs> He looks exactly like that guy, uh, just like 20 years older. All right, so that show uh, will be making comeback, hopefully. Apple news, big Apple news. Apple has won a class action lawsuit over its employees. Apple was conducting periodic bag searches of its employees, you know, when they when they left, just to make sure that they weren't absconding with, uh, you know, any of their products. 12,000 of their former employees brought a class action lawsuit against Apple, 
saying that they were embarrassed and demeaned by the uh, uh, by the searches. But a district court in San Francisco sided with Apple. Shocker, it was in San Francisco. <laughs> and said, nope, you were not embarrassed or demeaned, and uh, Apple can go on ahead and keep doing that to make sure that their uh, their products are are, are, uh, are kept safe from from thieves. So that sounds fair. Yet another corporate giant winning a lawsuit. What a shock! Uh, is that is it not reasonable to do a bag check? I mean, you're 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 not being forced to enter this place. It's kind of a condition of your employment, isn't it? It's funny. I'm uh, typically, you know, I, being a corporate lawyer, I, I typically come down on the side of the corporation, but. Uh, in this case, I try to put myself in the shoes of the employee. You have employed me, right? So it's implied in that employment that I'm not going to steal from you. Now, I understand you've got to take reasonable precautions. You can put up video cameras. You can, you know, do all, you know, whatever you want. You, you know, you, they have sophisticated ways of tracking the money and the inventory and all that stuff. That's fine. But when it comes to you, you know, I could see if I was working in, in, you know, in a casino count room or something like that, you know, but we're talking about an iPad or, or, an, or an iPhone or, or, you know, a charger cord. We're not talking about, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars that I could conceal on my person. Um, I wouldn't want someone going through my personal stuff mm. or at least why not, why not just make it a policy that you have to, if you're going to bring a bag to work, it has to be clear a la Disney, you know, something like that. Sure. Well, what you know? was, was Apple saying that these people were going to abscond with like prototypes though? Was that sort of, cause yeah, no, like, no, who cares? no, this is it, just it, like, if you work at like the genius bar, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not Oh, even... I, I'm sorry. I totally missed the point. I thought this was like, at, you know, R and D headquarters. No, really? so, no, oh, this that's, is just that, like... yeah, that's a little dumb. Okay. Yeah. I, I take back what I said. I, I should have <laughs> yeah. paid more attention. Like, yeah, nobody, what are you going to take a friggin' trackpad home? Yeah. It's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And like, I mean, it, it, you know, what if you were on like, you know, what if you had like, I mean, this is just an extreme example, but I mean, you know, what if you were on like, uh, you know, you, you contracted an STD or something, or you, you know, you had something kind of embarrassing medication in your bag, you know, and now they're going through your bag and they see, oh, what's this? Uh, you know, gonorrhea medication. You know, what? I don't even know what medications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, STD, now, you know what I mean? Like, you know, or, or even not, you know, even less absurd. But I mean, what if you just had something that you didn't want them to see, and it's, and then there it is in your bag. This reminds me of one of the more bizarre job interviews I had once. Um, it was in college and they had me take a personality test and when they got done for whatever reason, the guy sat me down to have a chat with me cause it was in a retail environment. And he said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to show you this, this, uh, thing. I don't know why he did it, but he showed me the results of my uh, test and he said, okay, well, according to this, you're a smart guy and you're going to be able to assess our policies and figure them out. And, you know, you're the type of person that would be able to point out where we have flaws in the system. And I'm like, great. Well, that makes sounds like a, I'd be a natural for not only, not only work on the floor, but, you know, having a future at the company. And he goes, unfortunately, no, I can't hire you. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, because you're too young. What do you mean I'm too young? And he goes, well, according to the same test, because you're younger and you have no stake in what's going on, you would take advantage of those holes in the system and, you know, use them to maybe steal something on the side or embezzle as compared to being an older guy who this may be your career and you're more apt to think that you don't want to 
throw away your future because you have kids to support and you're married. Totally illegal to do that. Is is yeah? It you not? can't ask your age. Yeah, you can't ask. So you can't. I mean, I understand they can do that, but they can't well, tell you before some of those rules were in place. But still, it was just kind of bizarre how companies come up with like these concepts. It's like, okay, so just because I'm younger and I don't have, you know, I might be too smart enough to find holes in the system, but dumb enough to take advantage of them and throw my career away. Seems know, like or, a lot of speculation. That's almost like saying, if you work at the yeah. Genius Bar, we're assuming you're going to steal. So we're going <laughs> to insist huh, that we, huh. <laughs> yeah. Putting us back on topic. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that, that's shitty. Okay, that, I totally take back uh, what I said. Yeah, that, that's, you know, not not that I haven't always dreamed of working at the Genius Bar, but uh, it's not worth giving up my privacy. Exactly. I've, I've never dreamed of working at the Genius Bar because I couldn't take some of the dumb customers that come in there. I've never needed money so badly I could take a personality test seriously. <laughs> <laughs> do all people steal or do some people steal? No, do some people steal all of the time or do all people steal some of the time? Um, I don't know. Is that an answer? <laughs> I don't know. You bring a clear bag. That's what we can assume. You. <laughs> So yeah, so Apple uh, Apple gets away with another one, so that's good for them. Okay, yeah, great. Snowpiercer. Did you guys ever see that movie? I did not, unfortunately. I was kind of wanted to. Excellent movie. I, I it's a Korean film. Um, I, I highly recommend watching it. it. It it is really good. And it is on Netflix right now. It is on Netflix, and it stars the kid Chris uh, Chris Pine. I think his name is. Evans. Uh, Chris Evans, I'm sorry, yeah, Chris Pine. Captain America. Yeah, he was Captain. He is Captain America. Really, really good movie. Apparently, it has been optioned for a TV show. So, Snowpiercer may be coming to a TV set near you in the future. Um, whether or not that will be through like network TV or one of these uh, Star Trek type uh, pay services that are going to be coming along now. The Chris Pine Network. Yeah, that that <laughs> that remains to be seen, but. It looks like it's going to be, uh, you know, developed into a TV show, which, uh, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about that. The movie was great. Uh, I hope they don't butcher the show. Uh, but for those that don't know, it's basically about the it's, it's basically about a train that never stops. The world is, has fallen into uh, an ice age. It's like the last bastion of civilization is on just this big long train and there's all these different classes of people obviously if you're all the way in the back you're the lower class and there's the you know the more uh affluent up to up in the front and you know the things that happen obviously so i would recommend that movie and uh we'll see if the tv show has any uh merit dollars to donuts some executive thought that hey we just need to build like one set one train car and that's it we'll save millions of dollars maybe yeah <laughs> maybe i mean where are they gonna go right yeah. so with that i think i'm done with the news stravaganza all right that was a full batch of news by any measure and uh we appreciate it so I think with all of that said, unless you guys have any other news that Cam may have missed this week, we can move on to tonight's topic. And I'll kick things off by just asking, can we please talk about Boba Fett, please? I, I, it's been, oops, without, without that farting sound, I'll be rubbing on the chair. <laughs> I promise I didn't fart. This is something I've wanted to bring up with you guys for some time. I have made no bones about my kind of disdain for this character. It's not really for the character so much as my disdain for his 
what I deem inexplicable popularity. Um, but I don't want to harp on that. I don't want to spend a whole episode bashing Boba Fett. I want to talk about like out of control fan service, resurrecting a character and then what should be done with a character if you're going to bring that character back from the dead. I know Brian has another character he'd like to bring up that was resurrected in the Star Wars setting. And uh, so, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, are, are we pretty sure he's coming back? It's all speculation as far as I know. Should he come back? Why would you bring him back? What can they do with, uh, you know, now geriatric uh, Boba Fett in, in this future setting? Those are just some ideas, but of course... You are free to take the conversation anywhere you want. I now open the floor. Boba Fett. I, I, I don't have as much disdain for him as you do, Tom, but I do agree that he's way overhyped and way overrated. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, he basically, he's like this badass tracker in episode five, uh, but then nothing really happens because of that. And then he tries to kill blind Han in, uh, in episode six and then dies in the Sarlacc pit. Why is he so great? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what's, where's the appeal? I, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. And I may have mentioned this before. I'll just one more time. He just looked to me like a guy who had mismatching stormtrooper armor when I was a kid. So I didn't get that fascination either. Some people thought he looked awesome and I did not, which is probably the genesis of my like not liking him. Well, I apologize for not knowing this, but Brian, I'm sure you know. I, I wanted to ask you. Um, so he's wearing Mandalorian armor, isn't he? Yes. Yes. But but he is not a Mandalorian. No. Nope. He's a okay. clone of Jango Fett. Who of is Jango awesome. Fett. Yes. So he's yeah, basically he was... a stormtrooper. Right. Um, and it, right. But the not... question is. But the question is. Was what was was Jango Fett just just a human, or, or what was what was he? I guess that's my question. I don't think Jango Fett was a Mandalorian. I, I, we could probably look it up on the Star Wars Wikia or consult some like the super nerd Wikipedia. that knows <laughs> yeah, the, the Wikipedia, correct? But based on what I know of the Mandalorians from the Clone Wars cartoon, they're like, uh, I don't know how to put this correctly. They're like Nazi Aryans. Like seriously, they're wow. all like blonde and like. There was literally a Clone Wars episode about the Hitler Youth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Not literally. There was approximately a an episode about the Hitler Youth. But um, yeah, Jango Fett. I don't think fits the profile for a Mandalorian. I just think, I think he just got that armor off a Mandalorian he killed, which is testament to how badass he is. Yeah. So, and and it's funny because I was talking about that with someone just today. Uh, it is you know it is Veterans Day, Veterans Week. Um, and the person I was talking to uh, about it with is a Star Wars fan, Star Wars fan, and a veteran. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, stolen valor." <laughs> you know how these guys like just go, <laughs> just go and like go to like the store and buy like you know an army outfit or something, and then they go go around telling people they're veterans and try to get benefits for it. That's uh, that's Boba Fett. Another reason to hate him: stolen valor. Now that I like, I really like that uh, approach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As is often the case with things that I come to not like, I I really liked Boba Fett when I was a kid. He I, I always assumed that he was like Captain Stormtrooper at first. Like almost like a cooler than Stormtrooper, but not quite a Darth Vader. 
And then I saw the movies and I kind of, you know, understood that he was in this entirely different thing. But when I was a kid, there was no EU. There was no canon. It was all just stories. And, you know, you heard this and they printed that in a newspaper in another town. And he was the guy that was badass enough to kill a Mandalorian and to take that armor and and almost like these biker clubs that wear the 1% tag mm-hmm. to keep that armor. Oh, mm-hmm. and yeah, and to not have it taken off of him by some vengeful right. Mandalorian. Right. Like, yeah, it's stolen. Come and get it. And I okay. love that about him. Yeah. And then his dad badass. just willed it to him. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even earn it. He's just like, oh, well, this was my dad's. Yes. So Django was the badass and Boba was just the kid well, who... But technically, Boba is Django. I mean, he's a clone. Uh, right? but, so, yes. Um, yes. <laughs> well, there you go. First off, you're going to go pick a super soldier to base your DNA off of and you pick a bounty hunter? Well, I mean, I think that was just his compensation for part of his compensation for being the clone, right? I mean, so, uh, here, obviously, the Emperor thought highly enough of Boba or of Django, uh, Django to make him the basis of his Clone War army, basically. So right there, I mean, he had the Emperor's respect, right? Well, that's a good question. Did the Emperor choose him? Because I remember the Giraffians, which is what I call the long neck cloners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, actually, the Cabinans or whatever. They were, they were saying that they select... I don't know if they selected him or the Emperor did. I don't even recall now. I think they kind of insinuated that they had selected the perfect specimen. Oh, okay. Well, I, yeah. well, I would, I would expect then there was, there was some sort of, you know, <laughs> there was some sort of like veto pro like, you know, there, there was some sort of process where <laughs> right, the, emperor, right. the emperor was like, okay, or no, you know, like he would have been consulted in some way. The emperor, inter- the emperor interviewed them. Like they brought in some Gungans and a couple of Ewoks. It's like, <laughs> no, this will never do. And then right. like, oh yeah. All right, fine. I'm just, whatever. This guy sounds fine. Here, here, here's some, a couple other reasons, that, and I'm just sort of playing devil's advocate here uh, on you, Tom, and, and sort of jumping on with what Brian was saying. Two things that make me wonder about uh, about Boba. One, um, when he is introduced in, uh, uh, in, 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 when he's first introduced on screen, Vader says something to him to the effect of no disintegrations. Yeah. Yep. Right? So... Obviously, they have a history together, right? But that was never developed, unless it was developed in some other canon, you know, installment that I don't know about. It's being developed now in the comics, and it's really good. Is it? Okay. I hate to be, like, a fanboy, but the comics are great. Okay, so I'm not going to be, like, a hater, like, an irrational hater. It, it was a it was a line in the script, you know. It was just a clever. It was a cool line, like oh, have Vader say no disintegrators disintegrations to one of the bounty hunters. That would be funny. And now it's being fleshed out. Okay, cool, fair enough. They they found this cool juicy bit of dialogue to flesh out, and I'm glad it's getting proper treatment in the comics. Right. I, I, I guess I'll give the fans that. Yeah, he he Vader knew that he was notorious. Which, but then again. I don't think Vader just like went to bounty hunters are us when he was after very precious, a very precious bounty. I think he handpicked, you know, the most infamous bounty hunters in the galaxy, right? All of those guys have, I mean, a real impressive history. 
So, I mean, was that because their toys sold well or did they have it planned all along? Who knows? But yeah, those were, those were some real badasses on that, uh, in that, in that lineup. And out of all those badasses, which one was the coolest looking? The robot. IG-88. I agree. But I think for a lot of people, it was Boba Boba Fett. Bosk was cooler looking too. Uh, I don't know. He's cool. He's like a lizard guy. I don't know. Okay. Let me take that a step further then, Tom. Um, When Han is going to be frozen into the carbonite, right? Yep. Boba says to him, you know, Boba objects. And he's like, look, you know, like. He's no good to me, dead. Yeah. Directly to Vader, right? And Vader says back to him, if the the empire will compensate you if he dies. So not only did he talk back to Vader, but Vader responded to him respectfully and basically saying to him, look, we'll take care of you. So I, I interpreted that as Vader being lawful evil at that time. And like, you know, keeping, you know, the empire, the, if the empire contracts with you, they're not going to go back on their word. Um, especially with a bounty hunter, because you know, then word gets out around the bounty hunters, blah, blah, blah. But I'll okay, I will also accept that right, Vader's standard response to being defied or given any kind of a sass is to force choke you. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. His like top generals, lieutenants, you know, he's like choking him out. And Boba Fett, who's basically just like a hired contractor, he's telling you know, he's like almost treating him as a peer. So he's gotta be some kind of badass. Okay. All right. Oh God. I really want to talk about the comics. I mean, I don't care if you, I don't care. I'm, I'm fine with spoilers. I, I will read the comics eventually. And I don't care. You can tell me, as I say all the time, you can tell me an entire plot of something and I will still enjoy it. So it doesn't matter to me. Okay. 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 Fucking massive spoilers. Just skip ahead five minutes. I have to tell you guys this. And obviously this, I don't think this was planned out in like 1982. Rebels attack Death Star. Some asshole blows it up. Instant fame across the entire world. Vader is pissed, wants to know the asshole's name, hires a bounty hunter, find out who this guy is, I'm going to kill him. Boba Fett does his job, not a clue in the world, comes back, his name is Skywalker. Oh, wow. So Vader then, like, Right. Vader finds out they lived from Boba Fett. Uh, hmm. That's pretty badass, actually. <laughs> that was so cool. All right. That, that is cool. And that cements Boba Fett as almost cements Boba Fett as a badass until I come in with the ultimate like retort. So <laughs> you guys want to build, you guys want to build your case a little more before I oh, just crush you seem it. pretty confident, Tom. You seem pretty confident about that ace up your sleeve. Well, it's an ace up my sleeve. Uh, from my perspective, it may not hold any water with you guys, but I think you probably already know where I'm going to go with it. But any 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 other any other bullet points in favor of Boba Fett? Well, I mean, I mean, there's little things like when uh, um, when uh, when Leia threatens everyone with that thermal detonator, and he's not afraid. Yeah, everyone else is panicking, and he's ready to fight. I mean. That's pretty badass, you know? He's like, whatever, I don't care that you got that shit. Let's get it on, you know? (laughs) Okay. This is non-canon. This is non-even world. But this was my experience. As a kid, I mean, I I was really into Star Wars. And I had, like, every figure, man. I had them all. 
and I could never get Boba Fett. Does anybody remember him being unusual or rare or He was a send away or something, wasn't he? For a while or was he all Well, he or he had the, he had the missile launcher too that was also a problem. The like, urban legend he... in my neighborhood was that the first print the missile launcher launched right down some kid's throat. He almost choked to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And the they yanked the toy. <laughs> so I wanted Boba Fett more than I wanted Darth Vader or Luke or anything. I wanted that toy. I remember hearing that too, actually. it's So even his toy's badass, I guess, by that measure. But that brought up the whole, like, he's hard to get. I want him. All my friends want him. No one can get him. He's so cool. Like, it created this kind of mystique. Yeah, for sure. But, All right. I, I mean, but but I sort of think about it the other way, like, that missile, like his missile weapon is kind of, kind of weak. Like yeah. Just one missile on your back. That kind of sucks, especially with all like the crazy futuristic firepower that, you know what I mean? Like uh, that's kind of a weak ass weapon. I have to assume that it's like powerful enough to take down a, a, a spaceship or something. Like he, he only seems to use it against people, but, but for it to even be remotely badass, he has to basically be a fighter. Pl- he should be like a fighter jet. Like he should be able to fly around. And like if a fighter, if an if a X wing goes by, he should be able to shoot it down with that missile. Then it's a badass weapon. Otherwise, yeah, yeah it's dumb. Uh, so right, and we all know that the jet pack and the missile pack they're all vulnerable to attack by blind people. So, which if you guys don't have anything else, gets me to my point. Uh, which is that he died like a chump and I can't unsee that. And you can tell me he crawled out of the pit and all that, but he still died like a chump for all his badassness, He rocketed over, landed in a stupid position and got accidentally killed. Sorry, not killed, but killed. And ah, that... but you see, that's a tradition in star Wars. Dumb deaths. Yeah. Dude, mm. Darth Maul. You know, he, he, died he died fighting. He died fighting. He died fighting. Yeah, he had awesome fight, and then he died. That was it. He was supposed to. Everybody thought he was going to be, you know, the new Darth Vader badass. Died. That's right. a waste of a character. Emperor got thrown down a chute. But th- th- I would not consider those deaths as stupid as Boba Fett's. Bo- Boba Fett's was Three Stooges quality. Like it was. It was like a campy. It was. Sla- he died a slapstick death. I don't know how else to put it. And to me, that's just dumb. Like really dumb. But. Th- the Emperor was betrayed by his apprentice. Um, I don't know. Maul, you know, was overconfident in the dark side as uh, Anakin would later be. And in his hubris did not see his opponent as a threat and paid the ultimate price for it. You know, it's the moral of the dark side. You, you, you don't put too much faith in it. Don't get too full of yourself or it will bring you down. Um, but Boba Fett just like, landed on a barge and got killed by a blind guy. <laughs> I, I can't get past it, man. And you're scarred in, in fairness, for life. In, far, in fairness, the blind guy was Han Solo. I mean, uh, the blind guy pretty was much a... the baddest guy, you know, like the, the you know, one pretty much my favorite character. Uh, all right. Well, so you guys have laid out some pretty compelling evidence. This stuff that they're now filling in, which is canon and which I will accept as canon in the comics makes him seem like a character who would have been worth keeping around, like Darth Maul was probably worth keeping around. So I'll concede for the sake of not having a circular and boring episode that he should have been kept around. It sounds like they want to bring him back or fans really want him back. They're grasping at any little bit of evidence they can find. You know, a 
trailer from the Battlefront game, which is somehow canon. I mean, they don't mean every video game is canon, do they? Like Star Wars Pokemon isn't going to be canon or something, is it? Uh, the fact that he is seen in a battle, a DLC battle in the uh, Battlefront game, does that mean he's back? The, the, the articles I read when that was announced is, it's, it's official, Disney confirms he's back. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's not even any story in Battlefront to really be canon, isn't it? it? It's supposed to take place during pivotal battles in the history, and that is supposed to be the battle of that craphole desert planet. Um, the what I think I refer to as a Krapistan palette swap from <laughs> Battlefield. Yeah. Um, but well, there are historical battles that could be in any of the time frames, so it doesn't mean he's alive. This means they just went back in the past well it's showing an imperial cruiser crashing and people are speculating that that's the one depicted in the trailer and this is on that planet where the empire holdouts are and then the um republic is trying to squash them that that, that was the speculation therefore he lived but he's like 68 years old so i mean is he still in combat at that point i guess luke is they're yes. looking into that way too much they are because they're as i said they're grasping at any straw Um. Because I bet you on that same map, when you set the parameters right, you can be Darth Vader and Luke. And like, yeah, Wicket. Slave Jar Jar. Exactly. So, so I, grasping that, for straws. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. There's another. Then, of course, you know, there were what appeared to be Mandalorians in like, I think the most recent trailer. And people are like, Boba Fett's back. I, I, I would rather they... I would rather that the now nearly fallen empire turned to the Mandalorians for aid and bolstered their, their, their troops as it were bolstered their military power and, and so on. I mean, I would like Mandalorians as a whole being a part of the story. I just don't see, but again, the fans, they, they want Boba Fett. They want Boba. They want Boba. Why? Like what, at this point, what could be done with him? And I'll put this out as a way of, bringing Brian into the conversation one and two, a cautionary tale. They brought Darth Maul back in Clone Wars and it was stupid. Spider-Maul? Spider-Maul turned chicken legs Maul turned cowering in fear at the end of his arc (laughs) Maul. I I think that's what drove me nuts the most about Darth Maul because, and, and I've always said this, he had so much promise I, w- I was looking forward to h- hating him throughout the entire first trilogy. And then he just got cut in two. And, and I, and I felt like, Oh my God, they wasted all that like bad ass build up. And, and, you know, he just could have been so cool. And then they bring him back and I'm like, Oh, okay. Now we get to see him. And he, j- he, he snivels for his life. They brought him back for him to be like, excuse me, like a little bitch, like, please don't kill me. So he dies like a punk twice. They brought him back from dying like a punk. I told you to just waste him again. Star Wars tradition. Goes out like a punk, let's say. Um, Yeah, it's that I didn't get. Like, if you were going to bring him back, make him pivotal. And so if they did that with a former you know, Sith apprentice, what are they going to have? Bo- what are they, again, and I'm, I'm not saying this to be discriminatory in regards to age, but we're going to have a cast of senior 
characters already. So are we going to also have a senior Boba Fett, like with a, with an axe to grind against Solo coming back? I mean, I, it works. I guess that works. His nemesis is back. But uh, are they just going to have him like, you know, get hit in the backpack and fall into another Sarlacc pit at the end? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I mean, but you know, how, I mean, remember though, this is eighties. I mean, look at all eighties movies. There's like some sort of slapstick comedy. I mean, I mean, I think it was like the writers just saying, "Oh, well, we got to throw some kind of comedy in there." I mean, the, I mean, the, there's a belch after he gets thrown in there. I think, isn't there? Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know that like we should necessarily base our opinion on him as a character in the whole universe on one one writer or i mean george lucas who we know has you know fucked up eight ways from sunday uh you you just decision to you know give him some sort of slapstick weird death (laughs) okay you know well i mean i'm not saying we should i'm just saying you know okay i'm not saying we should i'm saying i do (laughs) <laughs> uh but all right accepting that he's coming back what are they gonna what's the role for boba fett being being the foil to solo do they kill each other to get you know that way they write harrison ford out you know what are they doing with this guy this is totally like i mean i have no idea what the hell i'm talking about so cross your fingers i might be right this whole movie is about passing the torch right Right. I, I mean, so I gather, yeah. yeah. Luke's in hiding. Like, Luke's, you know, in exile, unknown. No one can find him. So they go to the world famous tracker. Oh. Oh. To track him down. Uh, okay. And to let him pass that stupid fucking armor into another trilogy. Okay, now that, 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 Brian, there we go. Like, stupid fan service like that, like, your name's Dingo Fed, and you're, like, another clone who I'm gonna, like, stop, please, just stop with that. I think Ray's the Jedi and Finn's Boba Fett. Hmm. Uh, I don't know the characters because I haven't been paying attention. I think the chick with the staff is going to get the lightsaber, and Finn's gonna don Boba Fett's armor. Finn is the Boyega kid, that actor? Yeah. Okay, all right. The ring um, bearer. Yeah. Uh, ugh. yuck. Like, I don't view, again, as badass as he is, I don't view his armor and his legacy as being on par with that of the Sith and the Jedi, who are the pivotal antagonist, protagonist forces in the series, as far as I'm concerned. I mean... Uh, I'm again, to throw we're... something out there. Okay, I think some fans think there are actually kind of three factions in in the Star Wars universe, uh, and actually, I think the the role playing game and the X Wing game seem to support this uh, this idea. There's the Empire, there's the Rebels, and then there's the Outlaws, scum and villainy, scum and villainy. Uh, well, like a perfect example, or the the people on the outer rim who who give Star Wars that gritty the feel. fringers, the fringers exactly, who are just trying to get by and, like I said, give Star Wars that gritty lived-in feel. So, I think to some of them or a lot of them, Boba Fett represent that core audience. So the the whole outlaw 
faction, this this sort of neutral faction that's doing its own thing. Yeah, like Jabba the Hutt and all that crew. So we pass the torch on the left, we pass the torch on the right, and we pass the torch in the middle. Mm. Mm. I'm not saying it's a great idea. I'm just saying maybe that's the philosophy behind it. Yeah. I sense your enthusiasm, Tom. Yeah, I mean... I Whatever they do, I hope they do it well. Finn could be badass, because he's a stormtrooper, he's used to heavy armor, he's been a warrior his entire life, he could carry the torch. Just don't... Just don't make it, like, green armor or something like that this time. Instead, you know, just change the stripe and, and call it quits. Like, just make it cool. Also, on that note, what do you think about the Mandalorian armor worn by the artist in Rebels? Well, she is... She's a Mandalorian. But her armor is, like, all kind of... It's Technicolor. <laughs> well, because she's like a graffiti kid or whatever, so... Okay, so I, I'm hearing a thumbs up. All right. It, it makes sense, though. Like, I, I just okay. I just hated, hey, we have to include Bit Boba Fett. Oh, but he's too young. Uh, call it Django Fett. What do we do with the armor? I, I don't know. Palette swap it blue. Okay. It was so phoned in. Yes, I, I'm worried about that kind of ham-fisted approach in this, too. Like... And I, uh, I'm not so sure, like, that you need a legacy in the third kind of self-serving faction. I, I mean, there are, are plenty of other bounty hunters and villains and so on. I mean, why not have Jabba the Hutt? You know, ha, ha, have a little hut. <laughs> as long as they don't use Truman Capote the Hutt. That little hutlet, oh my goodness. Did you guys see that piece of crap movie, the Clone Wars uh, movie that preceded the anime, or the cg animated series no it's a smoking pile of dung anyway uh i have boy i don't know i'm i'm not so sure that i need that torch passed like that that dumb armor can be retired it could Uh, be cool it could be really cool if what what i'm thinking honestly han's done for so He's not going to get to protect the young and defenseless Jedi. Boba Fett's probably either either just out of it or wounded or just done with it. Who who knows? But he's not going to do it himself. So they're going to arm up Finn to do it. It could be done cool. Okay. But if they just uh, give him yeah, spider right. legs... <laughs> right if they just bring him back for the sake of bringing him back he'll have lost his legs just like Darth Maul he will have lost his legs just like Darth Maul and be flying around on eight thrusters <laughs> you're right you're right and he'll now have two rocket packs though you know he'll, he'll have a redundant he'll have ooh the thrusters are so that he doesn't get accidentally killed again but then he'll also have two rockets that he fires from his packs <laughs> and each thruster is also a rocket he'll have multiple rocket attacks now oh boy i don't want to sound like a cynical jerk i'm really looking forward to episode seven i just oh for sure the i guess the issue i take with the fan with the boba fett fans and, and their like slavish devotion is that's what brought about Django fit and i don't want it to bring about 
Dingo Fett in this movie. <laughs> or Bobby Fett. Right. I, I mean, just at a certain point, you can't you can't satisfy every fan contingent. Look, you're going to get a Mandal. You're going to get Mandal. You're going to get an army of Mandalorians, but you're not getting Boba Fett or some descendant back. And by the time, by this time, the clones should be pretty much extinct, right? Like there shouldn't be many of that. They didn't make any more. I'm assuming you don't see them at all in the original trilogy, and they were replaced by human soldiers, more or less, weren't they? Yeah, the the Empire had serious personnel issues during the original saga. So you can imagine, like, if there are any, first off, they're ancient. 80-something years old, I think, by quick math? Yeah, if they were 20 and this is like 60-something years later, let's say, yeah, they, they would be old now. And, um, and most likely, they, they've all just died out. I mean... Well, I mean, has it really been established what uh, a human lifespan is in Star Wars? Uh, Normal, I would say, because Ben Kenobi... Went from, um, oh, what was the actor's name for crying out loud? Yeah. Hon- Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Ewan, or, yeah. Yeah, he went from U- hunky Ewan McGregor to uh, Alec Guinness in, you know, in, in that span of time. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know if Ewan McGregor's hunky. I'm just assuming he is. <laughs> he seems to be a popular actor. But, uh, yeah, I don't think that the clones will be spry and ready to engage in combat at, the, at this point in the in the events. So it's fu- it's funny how you said that though, Brian. A personnel problem. I I can't imagine being like head of HR for the Empire. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> bring uh, Stormtrooper thirty three sixty one in. He uh, was sexually harassing the cafeteria lady. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stormtrooper 8872 hasn't been filling in his timesheet. I mean, we're giving him a 40-hour paycheck, but I think he's been slacking off guarding that shield generator. <laughs> Going to need him to fill out his TPS reports. Exactly. Oh, man. Anyway. So, have we swayed yeah. you at all, Tom? Uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward to the movie. I, I just can't help but get my hackles up every time I see some excited fanboy or girl post something online about it's definitely back like no (laughs) no no stop i hate that knee-jerk reaction and they have a lot to answer for in 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 when it comes to jango fett i don't think they realize that i actually wonder if the boba fett nuts likes jango fett or if they still feel like they haven't been given the fan service they're owed you know what i really think it's going to come down to is whether or not jj abrams is a fett fan or not you know what I mean? I wonder. I mean, he's like a super nerd, so I wonder if he really likes liked him or it, you know what he's going to do with him. He's going to save a- uh, Cameron Poe on the Star Killer base run at the last <laughs> second. <Poe. laughs> well, is it one of the rumors that actually uh, that Max von Sydow his part is going to be Boba Fett? I, I really I- think that one's far fetched. Yeah, I agree. They're, they have no evidence than like, oh, he's old. <laughs> he's old. Um, yeah. What what are they basing that on? Does he? Look he's the, old. He looked the part <laughs> or something. I don't even know who this. I honestly, I've heard that name tossed around. I don't who know who that actor is. He's probably a moth or something like that. Oh, speaking of, um. I'm trying to remember the actor who actually played the original Boba Fett off the top of my head. 
but I was at a Star Wars weekend where he was the guest of honor. Uh, they reminded us that he was also an Imperial officer in an earlier scene. Uh, and then as a little side note, um, before that part, because he's a UK actor, he was getting all these parts as playing the good guy. But once he got the reputation of being the actor for Boba Fett, suddenly he was being typecast as a villain, just out of the blue. Wasn't he the dude that got force choked? I can't confirm that he was force choked. Uh, he's also been in minor roles in James Bond films, too. That's that's pretty cool. So that said, for there to be an older Boba Fett, he would have to somewhat resemble Temura Morrison. Does this proposed actor look like him? I have no idea who this guy is. Well, just to let you know, the Jeremy Bullock is now seventy years old, so he could actually probably play the character. Does he look? <laughs> yeah. Does he look like Temura Morrison? The the one from one uh, the Australian through three, yeah. The guy that played Django Fett, does he look like that remotely even? I, I would venture to say no. Yeah, probably uh, not. He from... Mara Morrison, I think, is of a Polynesian background, uh, if yeah, I had to say broadly speaking. so Darker skinned, yeah. Yeah, so you'd have to somewhat resemble him. Maximum Seidel is like prototypical British diplomat. <laughs> okay, so again, I don't see how that squares with... I mean, unless he's always got the armor on or you know, had vitiligo or whatever, the Michael Jackson disease. I don't see how. He's sitting on sort of those actors that you kind of hire for the full package because he's got that voice. The Michael Jackson disease. Right, right. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I, I don't see how you get, and I may be wrong in saying that Tamara Morrison has a Polynesian background. That's just my knee-jerk assumption. But my point being, you would want to hire another actor of that extraction who right. vaguely resembles him as, you know, as an older version, right? Absolutely. Okay. Tamara Morrison might actually be Irish. I have absolutely no freaking idea. <laughs> um, anyway, whatever. Uh, I wish all fans the best. Episode 7 is going to be great. I would rather we left Boba Fett out of it. Um, Leave him in the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, just you're making a mystery. You know, ooh, maybe he lived. Or, or allude to him having survived and, you know, so the fans can sleep at night, but do we really have to uh, bring him back? I, I, I guess part of me just takes pleasure in like knowing that this guy who people love so much is dead. I, and that's awful of me. It's like spiteful of me. <laughs> you want him to, do you want him to stay dead? Yeah. I want him to stay dead because I'm tired of people just being all about him. It's, 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 it's this is, that's the spiteful like kid in me. Like he's stupid. I don't like him. Eh. <laughs> I'll admit that that much. Anyway. Guys, thanks for talking with me about Boba Fett. I have been wanting to discuss this without just ranting and bashing the character, which I think we accomplished. I think we did too. The, the, the and I'll probably alienate some people here, but it, you know, I had sent you guys that one picture of the 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 Boba Fett doll that that one person had shared on my Instagram or whatever, and uh, I, I I find it like. It's just weird to me that so many women like Boba Fett. Does it seem like an inordinate amount of women like like Boba Fett over pretty much any other character? I, or is that, that just you, my, you know, weird perception? No, now that you mention it, I do know. I'm going to get a Boba Fett tattoo is something I hear often from ladies. That um, and like just at cons, it seems like if, if women are dressing up in Star Wars aside from Leia... It's going to be Boba Fett. 
That's a good point, actually. I just it, it's anecdotal at best evidence, but I mean, it, it just seems to be my perception that that's that's how it goes usually. By the way, who's the new slave Leia? Who's the new slave Leia? Like, who is the you know attractive actress who's going to be you know, gussied up and presented? Uh... Brian would know best. I mean, but I I don't think I think the, no. the female lead is is nowhere near that. The answer is you'll never see a slave Leia again. I mean, yeah. I, not 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 that the series necessarily will suffer for that. I'm just saying uh, that's a reflection of the times we're in now. The that, that was another uh, well, 80s I mean, convention. I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, but look at uh, look at uh, what's his name? Um, the Gungan. Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Yeah, you would have never thought you would have had you know. Uh, I mean, that essentially was animated blackface. <laughs> you really can't argue you know? that was animated blackface. Yeah. You know, I mean, you would have never thought that would have happened even in, you know, the early 2000s. So who knows? <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I think that it's more difficult to get away with uh, what people consider objectification of women than yeah. it is to sidestep racism by making an alien. Uh, embody racial stereotypes as opposed to just like a, a black actor say um hmm. i don't think we're going to see anything like a slave leia i remember even i was i mean i don't get offended by anything and i'm i'm, I'm a minority and i pretty much you know really <laughs> don't get offended by much um but i remember even i was walked out of there being like it's was was he supposed to be black? Like what? What? what, what like I I just was so shocked by by that. I I I, ugh, I don't know. That's a whole episode on uh, well, its own, though. I, I'll admit, I I walked out thinking he was so stupid that he could not have. I, I didn't even think that they that Lucas was trying to, in some really misguided way, make a diverse cast by representing, you know, uh, quote unquote Caribbean people as these Gungans, but. Uh, Fairly quickly after the movie, like pretty much every Caribbean movie on earth, or pardon me, pretty much every Caribbean viewer was offended. <laughs> so, well, yeah, as well they should have been. I mean, and, and I totally, yeah, once I got yeah. that perspective, I was like, oh yeah, not only did he suck, but like, that was, that was really bad. Like they should have, they couldn't have, they couldn't have been more blatant about it if the gun, unless the Gungans like actually had like a magical like weed that they smoked and uh, had their own, their own signature brand of uh, Jar Jar Marley. Right. Right. And had their own like very percussion heavy, you know, rhythmic brand of music. Actually, I think they did in the March scene in the final. I don't, I remember. They were, they were marching with some drums as I remember, as I recall. Yes, exactly. I mean, it would have been even worse. <laughs> they were like steel drums. That would have been the worst. <laughs> right, 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 right. Bang, right. bang, 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 bang. <laughs> so are we all good? I think uh, so. All right. Yeah, I think we beat beat the fet to death. I think we beat the yeah. steel drum uh, to death. Yeah. But um, yeah, guys, again, thanks for thanks for having this discussion with me. It is appreciated. And uh, I think we will we'll leave Star Wars off the table until, well, pretty soon because... We're, we're, we're what about a month out from episode seven? Uh, I think it's thirty six, thirty seven days, something like that. I'm looking forward to that. So look, we we will definitely be talking about it probably before and in the immediate aftermath of that film. So 
Look forward to more exciting Star Wars action here on the Nerd Stravaganza podcast. And until then, I will advise our listeners to throw all the rest of those podcasts in the trash compactor. (laughs) (laughs) And subscribe to us on iTunes or check us out on Stitcher. And uh, if that's not enough for you, soon enough, you will be able to find us in a Google Play Music uh, far, far away. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Nerd Stravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Rock it on over to nerdstravaganza.com and check out this and all of our back episodes. Jump on your do-back and head on over to YouTube, type in Nerd Stravaganza into the handy-dandy search bar, and find all of our premium video content for your viewing pleasure. And send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and let us know what you think about Boba Fett. And with all that said, Chris, take us away. Hey there, Boba Fett. Can you hand me your helmet? (laughs) 